five quick divrei Torah on the parsha with Rabbi Gil, student of TorahMusings.com. Truma, number one, please give. There's something missing from the first pasuk of Parsha's Truma. Says Daberel bnei Yisrael v'yichuli Truma, speak to bnei Yisrael and they should bring to me. Uh, donations. Uh, Hashem required donations in order to build a Mishkan. People had to give money. But what's missing, the Nachlas David, quoted in the Pnini Mishulchan Gavoa, points out that what's missing is the word Lamor, the Abel Bnei Israel. Usually it says at that point, Lamor, say to them, or V'amarta Lehem, and you should say to them. But that that isn't here. It just says, Abel Bnei Israel, V'ikhuli Truma. How are they supposed to know that they're obligated to give money to the Mishkan if Hashem, if Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't command them to do that with the word through the word Lamor? Nachlas David explains that in order for the Shechina to rest on Kalal Yisrael, it has to come from a generosity of spirit. Hashem is not commanding Yisrael to give money uh, to the Mishkan, and in fact, we find that different people gave different amounts. Everybody, each according to their own ability and desire, and that's because Hashem did not command them. To give to the Mishkan. Rather, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, talk to them about the needs of the Mishkan and let people volunteer and donate rather than command them. That way it'll come from a generosity of spirit and the Shekhinah will be able to rest on them in that way. Number two, does God need us? The Torah tells us that when we give a donation to the Mishkan, we should give it to Hashem. Rashi says, Li really means Lishmi, for the sake of Hashem. Rav Elio Mizrahi explains that Rashi was bothered by the by the issue, the question, can we really say that Hashem doesn't have enough money and he has to fundraise and we have to donate so that he has enough money to build the Mishkan? Of course not. Lashem harasum loa. Everything belongs to Hashem. Rather, that's why Rashi has to tell us Lishmi means the, the intent we should have. We shouldn't give donations to the Mishkan thinking that we want to get success, that we want to have honor. Uh, rather, it should just be solely for the sake of Hashem, for the sake of the mitzvah, Lishmi. Rav David Pardo agrees with the idea, but he, he points out that there are other psukim in Chumash where it says that we give to Hashem or something belongs to Hashem, and Rashi doesn't point out Lishmi. For example, Kadesh li kol bechor, Adam kiakriv mikem korban la Hashem. It's to Hashem, and Rashi doesn't say Lishmi. Why here does Rashi say Lishmi? Rav David Pardo explains that Hashem's plan was at this point in time to rest the Shechina on Kal Yisrael, and for that, uh, he needed a Mishkan. Now, that could have happened in many ways. Hashem has many ways that he could fill his, fulfill his plans, but our way to do that, our way to take part in Hashem's fulfilling his plan, fulfillment of his plans to be to rest the Shechina then is by giving to the Mishkan. So if we donate to the Mishkan, L'Shem Hashem, for the sake of Hashem's plan, for the sake of Hashem's desires, so that is the proper way to give to the Mishkan, and in that way we will partner with Hashem in resting the Shechina on Kal Yisrael. Number three, building order. When the Torah tells us the order, the general order, of the building of the sanctuary of the tabernacle, the Mishkan, it seems to be out of order. In Shmos Chofhei Ches Tetes, it says, V'asuli Mikdash V'shachanti B'socham And they will make for me, for Hashem, a sanctuary, and He will dwell among them. And the next pasta continues, K'chol Asher Ani Mareoscha According to, as I show you how to do, build it, how to do it, that's how you have to do it. So it seems to be that it should have been, should have been, V'asuli Mikdash, and you make for me a sanctuary, K'chol Ashirani Mareoscha, exactly as I tell you how to do it, and so on, then V'shachanti B'socham, then I'll dwell among them. Why does it skip 
uh, skip the whole point that we have to build it exactly as Hashem tells us to do it. The Rav Yosef Kara, the Beis Yosef, in his Drashos, so he explains that this teaches us an important lesson, that the most important thing is to be worthy of building the Mikdash, the Mishkan, the sanctuary. We have to be on such a level that Hashem will dwell among us. Whether we build it or not, yes, it's better to have the actual physical house, the bias, uh, but even without that, the most important part is to be worthy. And that's why it says, V'asuli Mikdash, V'shachanti B'Socham, Hashem will dwell among us, uh, within us, but even better, it's even better if we actually build it. But if for whatever reason we are unable to, like we are now, the most important thing is to be worthy, and then we'll be able to have a shachanti besocham. Number four, don't carry me. The Aaron had badim, they had poles for carrying that are never removed. In Shmos Chafei Tetzvav, V'tabaos Haron Yuhabadim Lo Yasur Mimenu, within the rings on the ark uh, were the badim, were the carrying poles, and they were never removed. Unlike other utensils in the Mishkan, when they were carried, they had poles, and when they were put to rest, which was most of the time, the poles were removed, and the Aron, the poles were never removed. Why not? Meshachachma explains by comparing it to the menorah. The menorah in the Mishkan and in the Beis HaMikdash was lit every morning and remained lit all night long, all day and all night. Why did the menorah need to be lit in the middle of the night when there's no one in the Beis HaMikdash, it's empty, why did you need light? So the Gemara Benachos Pevav explains, Hashem doesn't need the light, he doesn't need the menorah to be lit so that he can see, he can see without it. Rather, the, the light was in the Beis HaMikdash to show the world that the Shekhinah was resting on Klal Yisrael. And therefore, said the Meshachachma, the menorah was lit in the morning to show all day long, there's light, not because anybody needs it to see. You can see anyway. The sun is out. Uh, rather, the, the, the menorah was lit for a different purpose. Similarly, says the Meshachachma, the Aron did not need to be carried by the Badim, by the poles. The Gemara in Sota Lamed Hay says, Ha'aron no say it's no self. The Aron carried itself. It didn't need anybody to carry it. Rather, the poles were there for some other reason, whether ceremonial or symbolic, uh, the poles were there. So therefore, the poles were never removed to show that the reason for the Badim, the reason that the poles were there, were not to be carried, but for another reason. Number five, how to use it. When the Torah tells us how to build all the pieces and the vessels of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle, only for one of them does it tell us how to use it, and that's the Shulchan, the table. In Shmos Chafei Lamed, after describing how to build the Shulchan, it says, And you should put on the table the showbread, always, should always be before Hashem. So why, specifically by the Shulchan, does it tell us what, how we should use it and not by any of, of the other vessels? Rabbi Vigdor Nebensal, in his Mitzion Michal Yofi, suggests that it has to do with the time frame, the schedule of building the Mishkan. The Lecham HaPanim, the showbread, are always put on, they're arranged Friday, Erev Shabbos. And then Shabbos is when they begin. However, the Mishkan was built on a Sunday. So you might have thought that the first week after the Mishkan was built, there should not be any Lechem HaPonim on the Shulchan. Therefore, the Pasuk has to tell us, no, that even the first week, it has to be Lechem Panim Lefonai Tomid.